0: Good afternoon, this is Lucas from Salesian Sports Broadcasting, and today we are here to recap week 11 of the NFL. And today, I am followed by... Sean. Nick. Nick.
1: Yeah,
0: and, you know, this week 11, in hindsight, was a great week for majority of NFL fans. First game I would like to recap is the Detroit Lions versus your New York or shall I say New Jersey Football Giants. Um this was a game where it's really a game that really proves uh, how legit the Giants are. Good teams are going to find a way to blow the Lions out the water. I mean, we've seen what the what, what the Vikings done to them and the Eagles. And we're going to see what the Bills are going to do them. This Thursday I mean they're gonna blow them out the water quite literally because that's what good teams do against the worst defense in the league you know what I mean so against the worst defense in the league Daniel Jones did not only throw one but two interceptions Saquon Barkley rushed for less than 30 yards on 50 attempts make it 22 um your good guy Darius Slayton not even a hundred yards on the worst defense in the league And the worst defense in the league beat you guys by about 20. Around 20. Again, this just shows that, you know, every game that the Giants won has really been a close game. And every game that they lost was not close at all. I mean, we've seen the Cowboys. We've seen the Seahawks. And now we've seen the Lions. Listen, their, their defense is overrated. Their offense is not overrated. I mean, these guys... They're, they're piss-poor poverty. Like They're just god-awful. I mean, the there's nothing else I can say here. And I'm telling you, time will eventually tell who the good teams are. This Giants team, expect failure. Expect the two-game losing streak because the Cowboys are going to stomp all over them, especially at home in Thanksgiving. I mean, we're going to get into that later. But this was a brutal loss. It was a bad loss for Giants fans
2: because now they sit in third place in their division. Yeah, no, the Lions were obviously the better team here. Um, Jamal Williams had three rushing touchdowns. Best team. I mean, you he's not—people say that he's underrated or he's overrated, but he isn't. I mean, he's a legit running back, and that's what this Lions team— this, this Lions offense is not that bad. Honestly, I might put him in the top 15 of offense. Maybe top ten, depending on what I mean if it's based on Sunday, then I put him in top ten. Um I mean you have DeAndre Swift, you have Saint Brown. I mean you have really good you have a really good team here. And they beat the Giants. Giants are now seven and three, about to be seven and four. <laughs> um I mean the Lions the Lions are in second place in their division. I believe they're behind the Vikings, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, the Vikings are taking that. But, I mean, the Lions could potentially make it to the playoffs. I mean, do I have them in the playoffs? No. It's a possibility they can make it, but their defense is really bad. I mean, almost dead last. I'd put the Texans last because they just suck. Um, I mean, they play the Bills on Thursday. It's going to be a good game. Um, I wish that game was in Buffalo um, It'd be a better game, but it's in Detroit. Um, oh, well. Um, I mean, I have the Bills winning by, at the most, 10. I don't see a complete blowout. Um, I mean, I see the Lions having some sort of offense that game. Um, I mean, the Bills are going to have their usual big offense against bad teams, but the Lions could maybe make the game close.
3: I had to, uh, you know, uh, 10 commemorating seconds of the Giants franchise. Uh, I I don't even know where to start. We suck. I can't explain any other way. I just have to tell you, we are mid-defense. We are mid-offense. But we are better than the Cowboys. And I believe this Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. We are gonna destroy the Cowboys, and then guess what? My apologies. Uh, and then we can have uh, OBJ come back home because he ain't going nowhere else but New York. Come on, it's not. <laughs> this is not gonna be, you know. This is gonna be the Cinderella story. OBJ is gonna come back, and we're gonna win the, we're gonna win the Super Bowl. Watch out, Sean. Your team is garbage. Dak Prescott is not good. (sighs) The Giants suck. (laughs) Talk about this.
1: My apologies. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I've pretty much been saying this from the start, but uh, the Giants, the Eagles, the Vikings, the Cowboys – not legit teams. <clears throat> I'll just get out of here. None of you guys are winning the Super Bowl. Neither are the Patriots. I, 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 I'll lose the facade for a second. But, yeah, I don't know. The Giants to the Giants, you know what I mean? Um, I think the Cowboys are a better team overall, and I think, I don't know, who really doubted that the Giants would uh, Not the Giants, the Cowboys would win. Um, Because the only people that would, you know, deny the fact that they were going to lose would be the delusional Giants fan base who still thinks that it's 2007 with prime Eli Manning and that they're going to win the Super Bowl because uh, who who was the one who made the helmet catch? I don't even know. Nobody. Nobody. Exactly. The franchises claim the fame. The Giants suck and will always suck. But to the Lions, that's really embarrassing. I mean, it's seriously embarrassing. Because, you know, at least when the Patriots lost to the Bears, it's not like anybody really thought that the Patriots were going to win <laughs> because we suck.
0: No, and the Bears have
3: uh, Super Bowl championships.
1: So. Yeah. Yeah. Ladies Fix you your franchise. Thank you
3: for your time. Uh, I will be respectfully taking uh, a hiatus for uh, a few minutes. Yeah,
1: especially that? when you realize that OBJ is not coming back yeah, yeah, to the Giants. He's
3: not <laughs> home. He's, not,
1: he's, not, coming he's home. not coming home. He's going go to, to America's team, the Dallas Cowboys.
0: This next game we're going to recap. Uh, it was a very boring game, yet interesting and intriguing game, especially for my favorite football team. Uh, this game is the New York Jets and the New England Patriots, ladies and gentlemen, Double. where... Now listen, I know a lot of you red zone watchers, you know, including me. You know, the whole point of when they put a game on is when the teams are in the red zone. But it seemed like every time they put any one of these two teams on the red zone, um they weren't in the red zone. It was just defense, defense, defense and well more defense and would you look at that? Even more defense. My main takeaway here is when I was Watching the game, I guess you can say, I thought for sure this game is going to be a tie. The way both teams were playing and both quarterbacks, uh, they, they had nothing all game. Yet again, in the last 20, could even be 15 seconds, the New York Jets collapsed and they choke like they always do after having a great win against Buffalo. They're going to win the division. They're going to be ahead of Buffalo this year. And all this talk that Buffalo's not this and New England's not this either. End of the day, Bill Belichick owns every a f c s team, and he's going to prove it this year. My only concern here really is just Zach Wilson. Uh, when asked post-game, remember this was post-game conference, he was asked if he thought he let the defense down And his response was no. He said it really quickly. And, well, this is definitely not a leader for sure. And playing a quarterback, he's your team captain. The Jets enlisted him as team captain. And another thing I would like to mention is, well, Elijah Moore had two catches for 17 yards. But those are two extra first downs out of the Jets' total six first downs. So you get rid of Elijah Moore, they only have four first downs all game. The Jets, they got to get it some, because this team is is just bad. It's so bad. It's awful. They choke. Now they're in last place of the division. Um. Wow.
1: (laughs) What a game. (laughs) Um, I will say without a doubt that is the most boring NFL game I have ever witnessed in my life, Um, so far at least. Yeah, I I do actually watch Patriot games. Marcus I shot most of them off by halftime, but that's just me. Um, yeah, 3-3 three and three up until about the last minute or 30 seconds, something like that. It was really awful. Um, you know, the, the conditions in Foxborough were like, uh, I don't even know, like uh, in the middle of a hurricane. I mean, it was really windy. Um, so that really inhibits uh, both teams' ability to throw far down the field. Um, and throw it all and kick. But, yeah. Yeah, it was a boring game and that nice punt return touchdown. I'm pretty sure that was the first punt return touchdown of the year, like for the NFL. Yeah. Um, It was good. Yeah. And then Zach Wilson with a really, really, really bad performance. I mean, you can blame it on the weather, but Mac Jones still did better than him because I think Mac Jones just is just a better quarterback than Zach Wilson overall. Um, And I was really thinking about this last night. You know, the the 2020, I think it was, no, 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 2021 draft, it was Trevor Lawrence first, then Zach Wilson, and then Trey Lance to the 49ers. Now, I think the Jets and the 49ers both regret that decision, um, as Mac Jones, Justin Fields, and even Davis Mills came later in that draft. And I think any of those two teams would rather have any of those other three quarterbacks, than Zach Wilson or Trey Lance. Pretty bad.
3: Yeah, so uh, this game was actually very boring. Um, You know, the Patriots beating the Jets by three, uh, definitely not a great game. I mean, and say – or by six, actually, sorry. Or was it six? Uh, Seven? Seven, Seven, right? Ten to three. Um yeah. So obviously not the best and you know, you could say whatever you want about um you know the Giants losing to the Lions, but beating the Jets by 7 not very impressive. Not a very impressive feat, especially by the Patriots who everybody says is or 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 somebody specifically on this podcast says is the best team in the league right now. You know, you want to beat the Jets, right? by seven? What a boring game. Conditions, Conditions. Horrible. Conditions. Horrible.
1: Blown
2: out by yeah, I mean, not much to talk about. The Patriots had a good game. Patriots are now third in their division. The Bills moved up to second place. Dolphins are still in first. And the Jets are now in last. What... What are we gonna see from this Jets team? I mean, next next week they play this the Bears. Then he to win that game. Zach Wilson needs to have a better game. You have Elijah Moore needs to have a, have a better game. Carter has to have a better. I think all these guys need to have a better game in order to come back into third place and maybe make the playoffs. <laughs> I don't know how long it's been since the Jets have made the playoffs. It's been a while.
3: 2011, I think. <laughs> wow. Yeah. The Mark Sanchez yeah, butt fumble? Mark <laughs> butt
2: fumble, <laughs> yeah. It's been a while. Um, the Patriots can maybe make the playoffs this year. Um, I'd love to see it without Tom Brady. Um, Mac Jones being a good quarterback. Um. He's over Zach Wilson. Um, And I think I kind of have him over Daniel Jones, too. I mean, Daniel Jones was winning games at the beginning. But you had guys like Saquon Barkley and whatnot. But Mac Jones is overall being a quarterback that the Patriots end up wanting. And I think that's the key thing to look out from the Patriots team. The Jets need to figure something out. If they lose to the Bears next week, they'll be one game over five hundred, and they were six and three, and now they're gonna. If they're gonna lose two straight, Patriots win another game. I mean, Jets are gonna be last in their division once again.
0: Yeah, and again with this interesting stat, I think in around five or six games, Zach Wilson has four passing touchdowns. Um, it, it, it's kind of bad, you know, despite a 5-2 and two record. Um, Bless you. Bless
1: you.
0: That game Bless you. on Sunday, I think every other quarterback in the league wins that game, but Zach Wilson just doesn't. I mean, and he's not taking any ownership for this, so, yeah. And this next game I want to talk about, it's going to make me really, really happy as um, it is the Browns versus the Bills, ladies and gentlemen. As a Bills fan, and for the Bills fans listening up, this was a must-win game for the Bills. It was a very much-needed win. And, well, quite frankly, if I'm being honest, I'm not the happiest with the win, but a win is a win is a win is a win. And in Buffalo, we take our wins. As in, as in any football team, we just take your wins. Um, I guess, again, just missing out on our... Top DBs and you know not having Trey White, it, it it it's it's kind of scary. I mean Amari Cooper had a field day against us. He had anything he wanted on us. Um, again we're we're missing our DBs, but once we get healthy, we'll be back. And Kyir Alam was very big for this team. Uh, again, this is probably Jacoby Brissett's last game as a Chicago, uh, Cleveland Brown, as well. Deshaun Watson's gonna come back in week 13. But again, for the Bills, remember, it was it was just two bad games where and again, it's not really a bad game when you drop 30 in both games. I don't know how we consider that bad, but you know, NFL's NFL. Devin Singletary is having, you know, two huge games in a row now. He's been huge. Stephon Diggs scored since week eight. So, you know, that was a key touchdown to really get us some momentum. But, again, we're going to be fine. A lot of field goals taken this game. But, you know, we take our points. We do what we have to do. And we got our win. And the three key words of last week was beautiful. So I'm going to say it again. Let's go, Buffalo. Josh Allen, Bills Mafia.
2: (laughs) I mean, I think the field goals are a big factor Um, in these types of games Um, and I think he was 6 for 6 and I mean you have to think whether or not the Bills are going to go up against some huge teams in the AFC and even in the playoffs you have the Kansas City Chiefs I mean the Chiefs defense is not that bad it's pretty good you know and I think if Josh Allen isn't having a good game Tyler Bass could have an even better game. Kicking field goals. Field goals. I think that's three points altogether. I mean you have a you get a touchdown, you can get another point. I mean, I mean, I think the kicker is a is a spot on the team where people don't think that they're important. And I mean they're super important. Um, especially kicking field goals. Um, you can't be missing uh thirty yard field goal. Oh, I'm um, Giants kicker. <laughs> um I mean, the Bills are having a good year so far. Um I mean, they're definitely the best team in the AFC right now. Um, you know, Tyler Bass that's a that's a key I got to watch out for. Um Kansas City Chiefs fans
1: Yeah, there's not much to say. Buffalo pulled it off. Um, like, I, I was really doubting them. Uh, yeah, I was really, really, really doubting them after their last two uh, big losses to the Jets and the Vikings. Um, but Josh Allen prevails, as he usually does. Um, but, you know, the Browns, for for the first few, first I want to say for the first half, it was a pretty close game. I think during the first half, it was like, what fourteen to three at one point? I don't even know. Uh, I don't know, but <clears throat> it was a good win for
3: the Bills. Pretty clean. Yeah, and uh, you know, big win for the Bills. Um, you know, I have to give it. I have to give it to them. I mean, uh, they are absolutely cruising through. I mean, you know, they've had some up and downs, and they're you know not. I don't want to really critique critique anything because I feel like uh, Lucas is gonna come after me. So, uh, but yeah, another big win by the Bills. Uh, you know, Josh Allen doing his Josh Allen thing, just absolutely killing every other quarterback out there. I think he should win MVP. That's that's a bold statement, but I also think uh, I, I think that he's the best quarterback in the league and he should win MVP. He's been doing absolutely amazing. So, I believe. uh that's not true. You just, you, you're just biased.
1: Winning the Patriots better. Winning the, win, the winning the division, hundred percent.
3: All right. As much as I hate to admit it, the Bills are gonna be the best team in the league. That's not true. They will.
0: That's not true. They already are the best New York team,
3: They are. I'll, I'll admit that. The Giants are horrible. That's why I have to say that
0: you're uh, Yeah, no, you know, like, once again, we see just, you know, the best New York team coming at it, uh, and the only New York team, but this next game I'm going to talk about is the Vikings and the Cowboys. <coughs> now, quite frankly, my red zone was going off, because about every two or so minutes, it was touchdown Dallas, touchdown Dallas, touchdown Dallas, punt by Minnesota Vikings. Um... This was a horrible game for Minnesota. Uh, Having played such a great game the week prior, and this is your exact signal to the league, I think out of the three top teams the Vikings have played, they lost two of three. And arguably they should have lost three or three. So I guess this is really just a, a test to see really how good the Vikings are when they're playing good teams and tough opponents and healthy, strong defenses. But again, I think Dak Prescott finally not throwing an interception this week and this year on one game is is a plus. Ezekiel Elliott with two TDs, you know, pounding it at the goal line, but then having uh Tony Paul just really set it up, rushing and receiving wise and I think a lot of people you need know, to understand how big Tony Pollard is to this team, especially filling in the gap with losing Michael Gallup and Amari Cooper. You know, CeeDee Lamb as your top wide receiver, which arguably you can't catch a pass. But having Tony Pollard now, brings great versatility. But yeah, it's a great game for the Cowboys and... Micah Parsons with two sacks. I mean, he's really just going to win Defensive Player of the Year again. Thanks for the NFC. I mean, like, they're just too good, man. I, I don't know what else to say. Cowboys defense is amazing.
2: Wow, what a kind thing to say. Thank you, Lucas. I appreciate it. How
0: about them Cowboys? Mm.
2: The Cowboys won by 37 points. Man, I'm not going to lie. I turned this game off by halftime. I didn't watch the rest of this game cuz I knew we were going to win by a blowout. Um man, Dak Prescott 22 for 25. Um not bad at all. Um we had to bring in Cooper Rush. Um 4 for 5, not bad. Uh Tony Pollard was the star running back um in this game. Uh 2 TDs. Uh Elliot had 2 TDs. Two touchdowns. Uh, CD Lamb at forty-five yards. Um, Davis had thirty-five. Schultz had twenty-two. Ferguson had fifteen. I mean, this proves that the Cowboys' defense is one of the best defense defenses in the league. You have the Bills and you have the Eagles. <laughs> um, in front of them. Um, the Vikings. I wouldn't be so worried. I mean, they're eight and two. They're up by, I think, four games against the Lions. The Vikings should not be worried. <laughs> um, I mean, Justin Jefferson, we, we really locked down Justin Jefferson that day, uh, only getting 33 yards. Um, Kirk Cousins threw only 105 yards. Um, Great day to be a Cowboys fan. Um, I mean, the Cowboys were favored to win that game too, and I'm like, okay. Well, that's kind of weird. I honestly would think the Vikings would be favored in Minnesota. Um, but no. Uh, Stephen A. really said that the Cowboys are the best team in the NFC. Um, I don't care what the Eagles record says, 9-1. and one, We will show them who really is the best <laughs> NFC team. And it is going to be the Cowboys. <laughs> um, yeah, I know. Um, I'm excited for this Thursday Thanksgiving game against the Giants um, in Dallas um, I'm <laughs> makes, <laughs> makes me almost want to go to Dallas I'm going there for Christmas and February break um, definitely going to a Cowboys game um, you know I'm hoping to see the Cowboys win by 39 against the Giants I really want to see a blowout I want to see Saquon Barkley get injured leave half time <laughs> <laughs> and not return. I want to see OBJ say, oh, the Cowboys are a good team. I'm going to go to that team. He's not going to the Giants. He's not going to the Chiefs. He could go to the 49ers. The Cowboys are the best team. He should go there. He fits perfectly. Um, he fits perfectly with Tony Pollard. I mean, a star running back, a top five running back, um, and a top five wide receiver on the same team, and a top five QB. It's good. It's legit. This Cowboys is legit. I like how the Cowboys are playing. I'm excited for Thursday. And yeah, let's go Cowboys.
3: Whoop whoop. Yeah, and uh, you know, I I'm gonna be honest, I didn't expect um I didn't expect that this Cowboys team was going to uh win this game. But, you know, I have to give credit all the time, every single time. You know, another team wins. It's it's just, you know, other than the Bills, who I always know are going to win Ugh. all the time. Um, you know, like a team like the Cowboys, who I barely expect to win any games. Um, definitely an impressive feat by the Cowboys. Uh, but, but, that, that doesn't change the fact that the Giants are going to win this game on Thursday. That doesn't change anything. Although I do have some respect for them for beating the, the Vikings, it does not change my opinion. Giants are winning, and OBJ is coming back. I'm telling you, I'm telling you right now, I'm making a right prediction for once. This is the right prediction. It's just, it's so suiting. It's so fitting. It's going to happen. Mark my words. And and if I'm wrong, then, I mean, you guys are going to clout on me regardless. But, you know, whatever. I think we will win. The Cowboys suck. I hate the Cowboys. Second
1: place.
2: Shut up. Shut
3: up. Yeah, uh,
1: you know <laughs> the delusional comments made before uh, I've even spoke kind of kind of go crazy. Um, first, first things first. Odo Beckham Jr. is not going to the Giants. He will most likely go to the Cowboys or the Chiefs, um, which <laughs> he'll be a great addition to. Any of those two teams, um, yeah, yeah. But you can't really take advantage of OBJ. Uh, you know, when you have Daniel Jones as your quarterback, um, yeah.
3: Okay.
1: Kay. Enough with the Giants Slender. Um, yeah, this was just a completely dominant game and from the beginning to the end. The Cowboys just. The Vikings didn't have a chance. Um, the Vikings. Uh, Vikings. I. I was. We were. I think we were all pretty high on them uh, this year. Um and I think they what are they, like eight and one? Eight and one? Or now eight and two. Um the Vikings. The Vikings
0: are
1: eight and two. Eight and two, yeah. Um yeah. And I honestly doubted the Cowboys, but they won. But I do have to say that (laughs) this is what the Cowboys do. This is what the Cowboys do every year. Where they (laughs) win a few games. Um I don't know. Like, I think it was 2020, 2021, where the Cowboys were scoring like 40 plus points every single game for like the first half of the year until like Dak Prescott got injured. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't think the Cowboys are ever going to have a year. And there's it's a hundred, I'm hundred percent sure that this is not their year. Um, I don't think their year is going to come till, uh, 2055, that's a pretty good prediction. Patriots will win before then. (laughs)
3: Okay. More delusional comments.
0: And uh, this next game I want to talk about is going to be our Thursday night game, Titans and Packers, where I took a bet on my favorite quarterback of all time. And, well, like all this year, he's been proving me wrong. The bad man Aaron Rodgers now when I do watch and when I do see this game and then when I watch this game I've realized a couple things about this Green Bay Packers team and the amount of times they had the ball in the fourth quarter I think they had five straight drives where they couldn't do anything in the fourth quarter being down 10 points which was all wasted opportunities and I understand that this Packers team is young and their receiving core wasn't all that good, but you had Randall Cobb for this game. Lazard looked locked in. Christian Watson is emerging. You had a, a healthy Aaron Jones and you couldn't get it done. I mean, listen, I'm not a fan of the Titans. Uh, I've never have been. I just don't believe in Ryan Tannehill and Jeffrey Simmons to lead you to win a football game. But one thing has to be told, Derek Henry did go to work. And Traylon Burks had a great game. However, again, I see the, the five drives that were all missed opportunities in the fourth quarter for the Packers. And it's just really disappointing. And the Packers are literally one loss away from not making the playoffs. which They probably won't make the playoffs, which is sad because this might be my first playoffs ever where I don't see Aaron Rodgers in it. But... You know, eras come to an end, and being my favorite quarterback of all time, Aaron Rodgers, and Josh Allen's too, and so is Cam Newton's. So, yeah, I mean, it's a sad to see. I'd like to see Rodgers succeed, but couldn't get it done. Five straight drives in the fourth quarter. Again, I I know I keep saying it, but I can't stress it enough. You had five straight drives in the fourth quarter, and you couldn't do anything. While the Titans had eight three-and-outs in the fourth quarter. It was tough, man, but, you know, props out to the Titans, but, again, don't be too sold on them. They're not that good.
2: Yeah, um, I believe my prediction was wrong. I believe I said the Packers. Packers um, I had high hopes for Aaron Rodgers winning a game, maybe bringing the Packers' season back to life a little bit. Um but RIP Packers and RIP Packer fans I mean your your season's almost over you're third in the NFC North behind the Lions that's, that's kind of sad um I don't know how the Lions are a better team than you that's it's really really sad um overall uh, Aaron Rodgers is not who Aaron Rodgers is a good quarterback but we're not really seeing it this year Last year he was good, the year before he was good, the year before the years before this this he's been good, um, but I mean we're really not seeing it this year. Uh, Ryan Tanner Hill was obviously the better quarterback. Um, Titans are now seven and three. Uh, I like I see him in the playoffs this year. I see him winning their division. Um, I want to see what happens next with this Packers team. Um, maybe. They move some rosters. Maybe they make some moves that will spark this Packers offense. But um, I mean, one or two more losses and their season is over. Um, Titans overall good win. Um, they face the Bengals. It's going to be a tough. going to be a good matchup next Sunday. Um, I don't know. I see the Bengals winning. Uh, Jamar Chase could come back. Overall, this Titans team is looking really good this year so far.
3: Yeah, I guess it's safe to say uh, that the Packers are officially packed. They're packed up. <clears throat> Cheese, heads. Cheese heads. are now expired. They're done. I'm going to keep making these corny jokes, you understand? All right. I want to keep making these corny jokes about the Packers because Aaron Rodgers is the epitome of corny. Um and I um you know I respect Aaron Rodgers you know, but he's always been the second fiddle to Brady. I've you know never exceeded him in any way, um except for maybe last year. But uh other than that, I mean I just feel like uh This is it. This is it for Aaron Rodgers, I think. I think. uh, I don't know. I don't think Rodgers is going to play another season with this garbage team. You know, the Packers are just – they're not it anymore. They're not the best. You know, they've never been the best. So, obviously something to expect from the Packers.
1: Yeah. And look who's right with the predictions yet again said so last week that the Titans would win. That puts me over. Oh, wait. Uh, oh, wait. Yeah, yeah, I said the Titans, too. Titans, too. Right, right, oh, right. So I guess we are both positive, and Finally. Sean and Lucas are negative right now. No, double Knicks. Yeah.
0: That's crazy.
1: Yeah. That's unfortunate. It's all
0: right. Well, Knicks are already going to lose one prediction this week with the Giants.
1: But... Okay. Yeah, okay. Okay. Well,
0: I meant that. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Uh, anyways, um... It was a good game. It was Tannehill's first game back. Um, We had Willis in there for like, what, two, three, four weeks. I don't really know. Um, But, yeah, it was a good game by Tannehill. Uh, I still think Tannehill's a good quarterback. I don't know if he's necessarily the future of their organization, though. Um, Yeah, on the Packers' end, I don't think Aaron Rodgers did that awful. Um, There's plenty of people who performed worse than him this week. Yeah. Um, Daniel Jones. yeah, Daniel Jones. Um, I believe uh, Christian Watson had two touchdowns that game. I was watching it, so, yeah, I'm pretty pretty sure it was two touchdowns. Um, and I think Watson is a really promising rookie. This is his second week of really getting any attention. He has five touchdowns, and that's pretty crazy. That might be a record, to be honest. Um, so, yeah, I – don't think this is i well no i i don't think that the packers are really that bad i just think they have they have to get more depth in the wide receiver room um because pretty much all they have is randall cobb and christian watson and that's about anybody i can name on their in their wide receiver core um and uh, like i've been saying this whole year this is probably aaron Rodgers' last season i think he's pretty fed up with football and uh Packers organization as a whole so I think he'll just set off into the sunset and that's obviously he's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer so yeah
0: yep and this next game we're going to recap is the Bears and the Falcons this is an interesting game and for I think the third week in a row I've been really really high on the new Atlanta Falcons head coach Arthur Smith I'm a big fan of Arthur Smith because when asked about low expectations, he basically said, I don't know what you guys are talking about. We're going to be a good team. And Marcus Mariota. I mean, this just shows you how bad the Bears defense is. Marcus Mariota had his way against Chicago. Anything he wanted, he had that game. Again. Kyle Pitts finally showing up to be good, but it was really their rushing attack that got him going with Cordero Patterson, and Cordero Patterson got a kick-return touchdown that also got him. I mean, and looking at it from Justin Fields' perspective, I mean, this just has to be frustrating. You know, you, you take the lead, and then your lead is blown, or I think they tie the game with the Cordero Patterson um, kick-return touchdown. And then Justin Fields gives you seven again, and then you lose on a field goal. Uh, the The Bears, they're looking promising towards the end of the year. You know, they're being a way more competitive team than earlier games in the season. And I think Justin Fields is really emerging to be, you know, a, a big QB, you know, putting out a name for himself with these rushing yards and making some smart, great passes and looking to be coverages the same way. I mean. It's been good for uh, it's been good for Justin Fields the past couple of weeks, and if he can keep it up, he can definitely be one of those top ten QBs, potentially top seven, top eight in the league right now. Especially with the way he's been playing. No, no negatives about Justin Fields anymore.
2: Yeah, <clears throat> um, the Bears, although they are on a four-game losing streak, their past three games, they lost three to the Falcons. One to the Lion and three to the Dolphins, and as Lucas said, the Bears are re- trying to become a more competitive team. Which means, although they're losing, they're making it close. Losing by three to the Dolphins, losing by one to the Lions. I mean, the Lions' offense is okay, but the Bears are trying to step it up. Um, maybe not be nine. Or eight games under five hundred—that's just really embarrassing. Right now they're three and eight. Um, I have them against. I have them winning against the Jets. Um, I mean, Justin Fields is becoming that qu- that quarterback where people think that he's overrated. I mean, you have to think Justin Fields is not the best quarterback, but he's not the worst. You know, you have to think. You know, Justin Fields is proving to himself. That although they have a losing record, Justin Fields will always play his hardest. He will always try his hardest. Um, Fourteen through for twenty-one, one hundred fifty-three yards, one touchdown and one interception. Um, that's not bad. Uh, you have Montgomery going one hundred twenty yards, one touchdown, seventeen carries. Uh, Darlow Mooney did not have the best of game. Uh, Claypool did not have a really good game at all, 11 yards, who they just acquired a couple weeks ago. Um, I really want to see him prove out. Um, I'm still waiting for him to evolve from this Bears team. Um, You're not going to see much from the Bears the next couple weeks of their offense, but Justin Fields is going to be the one to watch out. Um, Definitely do not put him as one of the worst quarterbacks. Um, You could maybe, arguably, put him at the top 15. I would.
3: Yeah, and uh, I think, uh, you know, Justin Fields hasn't been the guy that's been living up to all the hype. Uh, I mean, just the lackluster performance from him, I, I guess you can say, right? I mean, he just – he isn't that guy. Uh, I mean, you know, um, Mariota had a great game, I think, Um you know, obviously, team's captain, quarterback. I guess, uh, we gotta conduct. You know, the Falcons. I feel are just you know mid. I mean, this game was this game wasn't the most boring game, but you know you you look at um, you look at the Bears and you gotta think: Is this team have any future? I mean, it it doesn't look like it. It doesn't look that great because. Justin Fields isn't looking like the guy that everybody's been talking about this season. Um, and it's, you know, really not that uh, not that impressive by him. That's really all I have to say about that.
1: <clears throat> yeah, another good rushing performance by Justin Fields, which has become the norm for him. Uh, pretty sure he's getting close to 1,000 rushing yards already this season. Yeah. Um, so I can compare Justin Fields to somebody like Lamar Jackson or even Michael Vick, um, even though he's not quite like Michael Vick yet. Uh, he still has ways to go. Um, but it was an okay game. This is just two poverty franchises. Um, and I, I, I like the Bears much more than I do the Falcons. Um, I think what the Falcons are doing is, um, you know, people talk so much trash about Mariota. Um, but I don't think he's that bad of a quarterback. I think he's he, he's better than some of the starters in the league right now. Daniel Jones. Like Daniel Jones and Zach Wilson. And,
3: I said that, by the way, the Johns yeah. fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. that bad.
1: Yeah. But, <laughs> but the thing with the Falcons is you can even notice this with uh, somebody like Kyle Pitts' production. Um, the Falcons are just not throwing the ball like they used to. You know, not even throwing the ball as much as they used to. Um, you know, Mariota only had 20 passing attempts. Um, and I don't know. I think this is, a, this is very much a run-first team now. Um, and I think that probably has to do with the depth in the wide receiver room, or should I say lack thereof. I mean, if you guys can name one wide receiver in Atlanta besides, like, Drake London. um, The Mary Bird. The Mary Bird. Yeah. Bird. The Mary Bird. Yeah. Just goes to show. Um, But, yeah, it was an okay game. Not the game of the year. The game of the year was the Vikings win over the Buffalo Bills last week.
0: relevant comment there at the end but it's all right This next game we're gonna recap it's a surprising game for me which is the Eagles versus the Colts going into it I think this really just shown number one this is a new look Colts team this was the Colts team that everyone expected in the beginning of the year to win the division a team that's going to be there defensively and going to have their way offensively however the Philadelphia star power and Philadelphia experience, and should I mention Jalen Hurts just being a winner proves this. Um, you know, Nick, you can say all your accusations about the Eagles all you want and how they're frauds. I mean, Jalen, Hertz, Jalen Hurts is just a winner. It, it, it just is what it is. He yeah. finds a way to win this game. They look like they took everything for granted. Uh, third and three, they're running the ball. They don't get three yards, they get one, maybe one and a half. And this is just parts of the Eagles and learning that they need to humble themselves in this sport, that they're not gonna have everything so easily in the second half, once they realize and specifically the fourth quarter, once they realized that you're not gonna have your way super easy. Um they started, you know, being Productive and Jalen Hurts scrambling like he always does. He had 86 rushing yards and a touchdown. He also threw for a touchdown. Again, Devontae Smith just coming up huge. He's a great slot guy. AJ Brown not having the best weeks again, but again, good enough to win. Quez Watkins with the huge TD. I think this just comes to show you that with Jeff Saturday, Jonathan Taylor is doing much better and so is Matt Ryan. And guys like Pittman are emerging, uh, emerging as stars, and even Paris Campbell. So, again, this Colts team, it's just a little bit too little too late. There's no way, especially with how stacked the AFC is as a whole, they're going to be able to make a comeback. But they can probably trying to make 500 or something. But, I mean, this is, this is bad for the Colts. And Jeff Saturday was really a good addition. But it's just too late now,
2: as I mentioned. Yeah. Um the Eagles, you know. Man, we're down 10-3 in the half. Down 14 or 13-3 going into the fourth quarter, but the Eagles managed to score two touchdowns late in the fourth quarter. Outscored the Colts by 11. And that last running touchdown from Jalen Hurts, with a minute 24 left on the clock. I mean, Jalen Hurts is just playing like an MVP right now. And you have to put him in the conversation right now. Uh, you have to include him with Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, in the MVP for quarterbacks. I mean, you're absurd if you don't put him there. I mean, he's bringing, he's brought this team to 9-1. Uh, they should be undefeated. But, you know, don't want to talk about the loss against the Commanders. Um, I do. <laughs> I mean, you really didn't see A.J. Brown or Devontae Smith or Miles Sanders. You really didn't see them at all. Uh, you saw Watkins. Nice name. Um, with that touchdown in the beginning of the fourth quarter. Um, I mean, uh, if the Colts would have won this game... You had Jonathan Taylor do less than 100 yards. Michael Pittman Jr., Campbell. I mean, they didn't do so well. Jonathan Taylor had a touchdown. Uh, Matt Ryan threw uh, no touchdown, no interceptions. Um, You know, Jeff Saturday is overall doing a really good job. Um, I I mean, he's not doing a – yeah, he's doing a really good job um he's not bringing his team to wins but they're he's bringing it close enough um i mean the Colts season is kind of over um i see jonathan taylor getting injured again uh week 14 quote me on that week 14 he's gonna get injured um colts are just gonna stay in second place in the afc south um i have them over the texans and the jaguars the jaguars a very disappointing team this year um but overall a good one for the eagles um they play I believe they play uh someone in the AFC or the NFC South. I could be wrong. Um but I mean the Eagles are eventually gonna lose the number one spot in the East. It's gonna be the Cowboys. Um I'm gonna be a bandwagon about that. Um but you know, good win for the Eagles. Here you go, sir. Um,
3: you know, the Eagles, of course, unstoppable team, you know, they only have one loss, and the Colts, uh, you know, I really have nothing to say about the, uh, the, uh, the Eagles, it's pretty self-explanatory on how they're doing the season, you know, no, really no improvements for them. Uh, for the Colts, uh, you know, again, really nothing positive or negative to say about them. Uh. But I I do have to agree that Jeff Saturday is doing his job and he's doing it correctly. Um, You know, he's he's slightly improving the team where, you know, I mean, it's not really his fault. He can't really improve the Colts and how they are right now. Uh, There's no changing that. I mean, the Colts aren't really going to, you know, be great at any point of this season. Um, And, you know, Jeff Saturday, I think they should keep him. He's definitely doing his job to do the best he can to definitely um, – he's definitely doing his job to uh, bring this team to as many wins as they can get to the best of their ability.
1: Wow, what an incredible performance by the Eagles. Winning by one point against Jeff Saturday and the Colts. I mean, are Eagles fans really supposed to be happy about this? The Eagles suck. Half of their wins this year have been, like, against awful teams where they've still won by, like, three or less points. The Eagles are awful. They're a terrible team. They're going nowhere. They're literally going nowhere. You guys, you guys, you guys. You're getting the expectations way too high for this poverty franchise. The Eagles are not winning the Super Bowl. Neither are the Patriots. Neither are the Cowboys, neither are the Giants. Neither are the Jets. I mean, uh, possibly the Bills. Who knows?
0: Kansas City. Kansas City, yeah. Big on Kansas City. But no, yeah again. And um, this next game I want to talk about As the Commanders and the Texans. I want to briefly review this one because I just feel like this is a huge win for the Commanders here. And, again, creeping their way up their division. And, you know, Tyler Heineke, again, being the point of emphasis and point of conversation where he's just leading this team very well. You know, he's doing a great job leading the team. And, well, the Commanders, you never know. They might make a push for the wild card, especially with the way the NFC is looking with no Packers and the NFC South being really horrible. So we'll see how that goes, but this is a great game for the Commanders overall. And, you know, like I always say, I love their receiving core, but Antonio Gibson really being huge. And, yeah, once again, their defense is stepping up. It is against the Texans, though, but... A win is a win. And they at least beat the Texans by double digits, unlike some other team previous – I mean, yeah, a couple weeks ago. I won't say any names. I won't do it.
2: Yeah. Might as well just be. The commanders are actually not doing that bad. Um, I mean, beating the Texans is not – you don't get a trophy, you don't get a medal for beating the worst team in the NFL – um, but the Commanders are 6-5. and five. All teams in the AFC East and the NFC East are over 500. And I've, I've actually never seen that before. Um, and not, I mean, not for a long time. Um, giants being over 500, that's kind of impressive. <laughs> um, overall, Tyler Heineke is getting the quarterback job done for Carson Wentz. Um, I better not see Carson Wentz out there once he comes back. Um, I'd rather have Tyler Heineke. Uh, Um, but I mean, Commanders are doing really solid right now. Um, I mean, can they make for, can they make a push for the playoffs? They can. Will they? No. Um, I'm just going to say that they're not a playoff team. I don't see them as a playoff team for the next couple of years. Um, Overall, good one for the Commanders. Texans, you will be the worst team in the NFL for the next couple of years. Mark my words.
3: Yeah, I'm not hearing a lot of nice things about the Giants right now, by the way. I just wanted to say that. Um, and um, I completely agree about Carson Wentz. When he comes back, he should be still sitting on that bench. He should come with formal clothes on. Because he's not going in the game. And Taylor Heineke is the face of this franchise right now. He's been absolutely carrying the commanders. Um, And, you know, uh, as for the Texans, uh, I I don't know about that comment for the next couple of years. I think it might be a little longer than that. Um, You know, we were talking about, uh, you know, the Cowboys not winning until 2055, right? The Texans won't win in another we said lifetime. That about the no, we said that about the Cowboys. We said that about the Cowboys. We said that about the Cowboys. Oh, I, don't um, know why I said that. Yeah, yeah, because everybody hates the Giants. You know, you just want to keep talking giant slander the entire podcast because we lose to the Lions. Oh. <sighs> um you know,
2: we didn't lose
3: to the Lions. <laughs> I lost to the Lions.
2: My team's not
3: don't care you, you, you better watch out Sean anyway uh the Texans might not win until the second coming of Christ I'm gonna be for real um you know it, it's it's impossible it's impossible for them to, to to make it anywhere near the playoffs right now so that's what I have to say
1: yeah I think the commanders are having a pretty good season and Like uh, many have said before me, Um, yeah, Carson Wentz really shouldn't be on that field. Um, Wentz is actually a really awful quarterback. Um,
3: Carson Wentz is going to have a really
1: breakout game. Yeah, breakout game, 99 yards. I just got to put you through that trauma again. Um, Taylor Heineke's future of the franchise. Not much else to say. Um, Yeah, right before I leave... I'd like to just give my Thanksgiving predictions here. Yes.
3: Um, oh, yeah, me too. I got to do that. Yeah. Just pass it back. Okay. Already.
1: Bills, Lions. Bills. But I think there might be might be a slight chance of the Lions up. winning here.
2: Don't get your hopes up. <clears throat> well, one of the last defenses. In- For real.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just saying. I think there is a slight possibility. Um And you know what? Just because of that, I'm going to go with the Lions. I don't know why. I'm just feeling it. Um, Cowboys are beating the Giants, and the Vikings are beating the Patriots.
3: Uh, But that's it. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, same thing for me. I'm going to have to leave now, uh, unfortunately. But my predictions for Thursday night football, Thanksgiving, you know, it's – it's it's the time of giving and uh, I think it's a time for the Giants to give Odell <laughs> Beckham jr. a contract uh, so uh, I have the Giants winning over the Cowboys um you know yeah, obviously um and you know Patriots Vikings is a tough one for me I want to go for the underdog but the Vikings have been you know you know Kirk Cousins is is a different beast out there I mean I just had to st- I just had to say that. Uh, So I'm going to go with the Vikings. Uh, Sorry, Nick. Um, As for the Bills-Lions game, I will be going for the Detroit Lions. Yes. And – such a weirdo.
0: And – He's just following you, guys.
3: I'm not following nobody. You – Yes, you are. No, I was going to say the Lions before you even talk.
0: Some interesting picks there. However, we're losing two cast members due to time, but we still have a couple more games to recap. One game I really want to go in-depth into would be the Chiefs and the Chargers as well. This game right here. I think this seals it for me. The Chiefs are favorites in the AFC. Nothing else else we can really say here. Uh, Mahomes. 329 yards and three TDs. I think all three of those TDs went to Kelsey, I'm pretty sure. Isaiah Pacheco got 100 rushing yards. This Chase team, man, I mean, they scored in like 30, 40 seconds. In the fourth quarter, I mean, they can just do it all right now. It's it's, it's not even a fair thing for the, uh, for the league right now, and they probably have the MVP of the league. Patrick Mahomes is the only consistent quarterback this year. I guess we can maybe argue Jalen Hurts. And if Allen bounces back, maybe Allen. But no, seriously, it's probably just Chiefs kingdom all the way for AFC favorites. And it just really shows how versatile this team is. And Keenan Allen coming back to being healthy. But Josh Palmer with two TDs. and Again, Herbert didn't play as bad as I expected him to, but... He didn't play good enough to beat Mahomes ultimately, so that was that.
2: Yeah, um, a disappointing loss for the Chargers. Um, now five and five. You know, I had high hopes for this Chargers team. Um, I have now proven myself wrong again. Um, Justin Herbert, I think, is a really overhyped quarterback. Uh, people think like, oh, he's a top five quarterback. He's a top-ten quarterback. I don't even have him in the top-ten quarterback. Um, I mean, Palmer had two touchdowns, eight receptions. Um, Overall, not a bad game. Uh, Eckler had 100 yards, one TD. Um, But I think the real star of this game was Travis Kelsey. Um, 115 yards, three touchdowns, six receptions. I think Travis Kelsey is proving to himself, proving to everybody in the M- NFL that he is the be- he is the best tight end. I mean, you can maybe argue Mark Andrews. I mean, he's been injured the past couple games, but Travis Kelsey has been doing wonderful things for the Chiefs. Um, and if he continues to play like this, and Patrick Mahomes continues to throw to him, the Chiefs are gonna be a great team. Um, and I think the Chiefs could maybe go on to the Super Bowl. Um, I know they ha- they are going to face the Bills in the playoffs. And I think that's going to be a matchup of the quarterbacks. Um, you have Josh Allen being one of the best quarterbacks right now. Um, and you have Patrick Mahomes. Um, but overall, the Chiefs are playing excellent right now. Uh, 8 and two, first in the AFC West. Um, Chargers, Raiders, and Broncos... They're just going to stay behind the Chiefs. I mean, yeah.
0: Yeah, and again, the Chiefs just have to be favorites because they play the Broncos twice in the last remaining week, so it's probably two wins there. It's kind of sad just how easy that division has become with all the expectations. But, yeah, this last game, or second to last game we're going to recap, is the Bengals and the Steelers. My only takeaway here was I think Joe Mixon got injured in the game, and I'm pretty sure T. Higgins, but he came back later on. But uh. week one, the first matchup was Steelers and Bengals. And, well, the Bengals lost, so this was a good comeback game. It was a high-scoring game. It was pretty ugly. But ultimately, they, the Bengals pushed through, and they got this win. Mm. I think they're tied, or I think – a game behind the Ravens. And... Um, yeah, I mean, we see Joe Burrow again. Two two picks against tough Steelers' defense, though. Four TDs. Samaji Piran had the game of his life, quite literally. And, again, I, I like what the Bengals are doing without Joe Mix. I mean, without Jamar Chase. And without Joe Mixon in the game. But without Jamar, you know, it's a key part of their offense. But now... Implementing T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd is, is really good. They did drop Trent Taylor, though, but it was probably for the better.
2: Yeah, I think T. Higgins and uh, Tyler Boyd are obviously making their spots on the roster count when Jamar Chase being out. Um, and I think even when Jamar Chase comes back, you're going to see Higgins get the ball more often. You um, I mean, Jamar Chase is going to be that number one. Passed to by Herbert, by uh, Burrow, sorry. Um, But I mean, Tyler T. Higgins is definitely going to get some more playing time after what he's been providing. Um, Overall, this Bengals team is doing really well. Um, They have somewhat of a tough matchup next week against the Titans. Um, I have the Bengals winning that. Um, The Bengals started slow in the season and now have come back to prove that they are A good team. Um, I mean, Joe Burrow, uh, people saying that he's not a top five quarterback. He is. Uh, You could arguably put him at top three right now. Um, I mean, he's really showing it. Um, I mean, with Jamar Chase, this team's going to be even better. Um, I have high hopes for this Bengals team. The Steelers, I mean, they're fourth in the AFC North. Dead last. I mean, you getting 17 points a game, I mean, it's just, I don't know, the Steelers this year are not playing like the Steelers. Um, I mean, overall, the Steelers are just going to be that team where, oh, they think they're going to be good, and then they're just going to show disappointment to others.
0: Yeah, and it's definitely a rough patch out for the Steelers. Uh, This last game we're going to recap, and then we're going to get our Thanksgiving picks would be the Niners and Cardinals and this will just be brief for me because without Kyler Murray it was going to be da- it was going to be an impossible challenge for the Cardinals it was going to be a damp offense and well it did show Colt McCoy's not all that good and they even had to bring in Trace McSorley because of how bad McCoy was <laughs> even still though DeAndre Hopkins getting 91 yards but um the Niners here Jimmy G threw for four touchdowns and CMC it was the missing link and the missing part to this offense it's, he he rushed for 39 yards but then he caught uh, seven passes for 67 yards Kittle got two TDs Debo I mean Kittle McCaffrey and Debo all played amazing and Rand the Ayuk with two TDs and Jimmy G not throwing the interception Elijah Mitchell rushing pretty good this Niners defense being dominant as always Fred Warner doing his thing He even got a sack in this game it was a long game for the Cardinals and the Niners they're, they're making a push to win their division which is exactly why I don't think Seahawks are safe whatsoever because this Niners team is explosive and they're gonna come for you it, it, it's gonna be a long season for the Niners, and they're definitely going to be in the playoff mix. Don't get me wrong here, whether they're a wild card team or they win the division. I have them as division winners probably because, I mean, that offense is just – it's too good and their
2: defense is legit. But other than that, this Niners team is really, really good. Yeah, I like the Niners team so far Um, with CMC being added. Uh, Debo Samuel, CMC, uh, George Kittle, um – and Jimmy G, I mean, that those four right there are really carrying this team. Um, their defense is really solid, too. Um, and I mean, once again, the Cardinals show that even without Kyle Murray, that team is really bad. Um, and the Cardinals team, although they started the year 8-1 and one, last year, they didn't make it that far in the playoffs. They were overhyped being an undefeated team the first seven or eight games. Um... You know, we'll see what happens with the Cardinals team going forward. Um, they're four and seven. I don't. They're not gonna. I don't. I don't have them making the playoffs this year. Um, I would love to see the Cardinals make it to the playoffs again, like last year. Um, but Kyle Murray is really not doing it. Um, I mean, they play the Chargers next Sunday, so we can maybe see a win there. Um, but overall, this Cardinals team is very disappointing this year.
0: Yep, and that is it for all the recasts. However, it's a very special week in America. Ah. It is Thanksgiving, so for all you listeners out there, happy Thanksgiving. I hope you guys spend a great time with family and watching football and enjoying food, as most people would be. But now we got to have our predictions, and I think my predictions are fairly simple and fairly easy. For Bills and Lions, I'm not going to go against my team ever. I got the Bills winning there. Giants and Cowboys. I got the Cowboys. I mean, look at the history of Thanksgiving games with the Cowboys, especially against the Giants. This is all Cowboys right here. And the Cowboys need this win. You know, you get two wins ahead of the Giants by beating them twice. And if you guys are tied, they get second place. So I got the Giants there. And for Patriots and Vikings, I think I got the Patriots. Uh, Believe it or not, I believe the Patriots are probably going to win this game. Bill Belichick after – winning a huge game, and the Vikings having a tough loss. I don't think they're going to be able to bounce back in such short time, and Kirk Cousins, it just feels like that type of year, you know. The Vikings just, they have to lose a couple more games, and this just feels like one of those games they're going to lose in Thanksgiving, but other than that, enjoy very action-packed Thanksgiving and a great one with a lot of football to be played.
2: Yeah, um, my picks are fairly simple, too. Um, I have the Bills winning. The Bills are going to need this win if they want to go ahead in the Dolphins. Um, Of course, you already know, I have to go with the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, In Dallas, um, I know some people who are going to that game. um, They will be rocked in all Dallas gear, and I'm looking for a Dallas win. Uh, The Giants, I don't think. I think they're overhyped. They were 6-7 and 2 before this. Um they're about to lose two straight. Um I mean I don't know. This Giants team Saquon Barkley has been really solid. I mean Daniel Jones isn't really going to do much for this team uh, going forward. And lastly, the Vikings and the Patriots. And I'm going to have to agree with you, Lucas. I have the Patriots winning. Um, I think the Patriots, with a good win against a good Jets team so far this year, I mean, the Vikings struggled against the Cowboys last week. Um, You have to think whether or not is that going to motivate them to really make a win and push to make the playoffs this year. Um, But I got the Patriots. Um, Those are my predictions.
0: All right. And um, that concludes Week 11 NFL Recap. We will be here next Tuesday, hopefully with a Buffalo win, and the Giants loss, of course, and same thing with the Jets. It was a great week for Bills fans, and for me especially. Our, remember the three magic words this week, or the three key words this week. Let's go, Buffalo. Enjoy your Thanksgiving. We'll be here next Tuesday. Keep your stick on the ice.